A lot of times people will knock you for being a boss woman. They'll try to take it from you. Oh, you a bossy person, blah, blah, blah. But to be honest with you, bosses get stuff done. That's the, This whole episode is on you got to be crazy and not lazy, period. You got to say it again. I got to be crazy and I can't be lazy. Thank you for tuning in to the Beauty Boss Millionaire podcast with Felicia Fricasi. Her mission is to empower you with short, on-the-go business tips and advice to help you successfully start and run your company like a boss. And now, here's your host, Beauty Boss Millionaire, Felicia Fricasi. Welcome back to the Beauty Boss Millionaire. I'm your host, Felicia Fricasi, and the objective of this episode is really just to go over what millionaire's work ethic looks like and the sacrifices that you're going to be making to make your millions. And honestly, if that word sacrifice scares you, it should scare you, one, and two, it's one of those things you should get used to. Uh, this is the part two. We did part one. We left off on just speaking on how sometimes you have to be selfish with your time because your time is what's going to keep everything going. And if you don't put any time into your business, then you're not really going to make the millions. One of the things that I was talking about earlier is like the sacrifices that we make. It could be with your family. It could be not seeing people, not going out, not getting your beauty services that you typically done, not buying anything, no vacations, because all that money has to go back into the business because you might be the one bootstrapping it and just really doing the business yourself, handling the business yourself, paying for everything yourself. You are the investor. So remember that if you're the investor, then you can't really be investing in anyone else's dreams or any ideas, projects, or borrowing money here and there. Even if it's a close family member, you might just have to tell them no. You are going to have to tell them no because your butt is on the line. And you can explain why and people might get mad, but you have to be selfish in this hour to get your business up off the ground. I think the only thing that I paid when I was starting my business was my tithe. My tithe and my offering at church was the only thing I paid. You may ask, you know, why did you even pay the 10% of the tithe? You know, it's because I knew that I had to still honor God. So I always still paid my tithes and I gave to charity. I always gave to the less fortunate, uh, you know, 10% of my income. Now, back to what we were saying about the sacrifices. First, let me just explain. If you don't have a desk, I, I don't know why I keep on noticing this. People that call themselves business owners. I don't want to discredit you, but if you are a true business owner and you're running some type of business, you need to make sure that you have a desk and a computer and a printer and some Wi-Fi and a phone that works, that's on, not text messaging service only. I literally mean a phone that you can call and make an appointment and someone can call you and say, I'd like to make an appointment or someone can call you. I don't know why this is a problem in the hood. I actually know the answer, but I'm not sure why you would sacrifice getting your hair, nails, and all this other stuff done, but yet you can't keep your phone on and you don't have the basic necessities like a computer. So if you are one of those people that you don't have those things or you don't think it's important, stop now and just turn off my episode, turn this off because it's not for you. You need to immediately get these things. If you're running a real business, you need a computer, you need a phone that works and that's always on, not all these free Wi-Fi and texts and Facebook messages. That's not how you run a real business. I get it. Well, there's some things that you should not be sacrificing, and that is the phone. That is the internet. And make sure you have a computer. Now that we've gotten past that, one of the things that I'm really big on is you got to be crazy enough to pursue your dreams and not lazy. That's how I made my millions. I was crazy in the sense of my work ethic. You know, I, to be completely honest with you, I never knew why I was so successful. 
I never knew. I thought everybody thought like me. I thought everyone said, okay, whatever I got to do to sacrifice. But when I looked, people are out here hanging out on the bars on Friday night, starting at four o'clock. People are literally ending their day at three and four o'clock and just hanging out all the way until Monday. That's literally two days, two days, uh, Saturday and Sunday. Those are work days if you have a business. That is putting energy into your business, planning the next move. I was the person when Friday came, I stopped. I think I went home and I think I prayed for like an hour. I was crazy. You got to be crazy and not lazy, period. Say it again. I got to be crazy and I can't be lazy. Because the things that I did two weekends a month, that's that, okay. So that's one week goes by two days. You should be working on your business in those two days. You got to be set up social media profiles, getting your business registered. You got to get yourself a bank account. That's, that's a lot of work. This I can go on and on. You got to be setting it up, uh, networking, business cards, promoting, passing out cards, thinking about what you can do to make your business go further. Literally, sometimes I just sit there and I think I sit in a room. You can have your music on if you like. I don't really like any music on. I like my music off because I need, A, my own brain to think. I don't want to hear about... I'm a type of person, I'm going to listen to the words in the music. I'm going to listen to what they're saying, why they say it like that. Who is this singing anyways? And then <laughs> I'm going to be distracted. I'm going to be on ADD mode. So for me, I need peace and quiet so I can figure out how to blueprint and mastermind myself out of poverty. Those are the things you're going to have to do. Lock yourself up in a room until you figure out the, the code. The, just like a maze. You Some people just stay at the beginning of the maze. You ever seen a maze? You look at it and it's like all these different twists and turns. And there's dead ends. And then there's you go another way. You think you're almost out. And next you know you got trapped up and you're not out. That's how it is with making the way to the millions. Because if you sit down and study your next move and think about it, you're going to end up out the maze. But if you don't think about it and strategize and how to see your way out by visualizing it, people that never make it out the maze, they never make their way to the millions, they're stuck at the very beginning of the maze. They're stuck after the first turn, they just gave up. The second turn, they gave up. By the time they got lost by the third way, they just say, you know what, it's, let me just go back to my nine to five. I don't really know how to do this. This is what I'm talking about. These are This is true, true, true facts right now that people just give up. And I'm telling you, if you've made it to this far into this episode, I don't think you want to give up. I think that you want to keep on going. So remember I was saying earlier how you got to be crazy and not lazy. This is what I'm going to say about me, that I never realized that I had a gift. Even the men around me, they, I've, like I said, I've dated before. I've had multiple men say to me just by observing me, like I would be like, oh yeah, I'm going to be at the shop, come by. They would look at me, they're like, oh my God. You are a very hard worker was the first thing that they would say to me. I'm like, well, why are you saying that? In my head, I thought everybody did this. I'm up here stapling up stuff, hanging up stuff, painting like a dude, like literally like gangster in it. Like I'm literally up here trying to figure out how to wire up something. I'm up here bossing other men around about what to do and how to handle stuff, how I want my flooring to go, how I want them to do this, how I want them to do that. And they don't do it right. I fire them, find the next one to do it. And so... I'm very authoritative and you have to be authoritative in the sense of getting stuff done. See, a lot of times people will knock you for being a boss woman. They'll try to take it from you. Oh, you a bossy person, blah, blah, blah. But to be honest with you, bosses get stuff done. But boss ladies, they get things done. They're not sitting up here playing the victim, trying to get a sugar daddy. We are our provider. We are our everything. So when we call things into action by our words 
it means we're going to make some stuff happen. So if you're one of those people you're not used to asking for stuff, you need to stop. And you need to start asking for help. Start directing help around you. Tell them the truth. Look, I only got $100 for this this job. You could either paint these walls or not. Some people say, you know what, I'll do it for you. $100, cool. You know, and if they don't do it the best of you, you know, test them out first and see if they're good. Or whatever it is. Hey, I could do a logo for you. You know, or maybe do your logo yourself. Go online and figure it out. I did my first logo actually on Vistaprint. How funny is that? I think I paid maybe $20, $30, not even, I think 20 bucks. Um, and over the years, I've had it redone and I've um, gotten vector images because back then they didn't have no vector image, which is a really large image. It was just like a literally a little logo that I thought was so pretty. And I've actually designed, you know, added on since then. But my point is that you got to make stuff happen. I gave up a lot. I literally would walk. I went one day and one day. I remember I was in a car driving for about four hours. Then I caught a bus that took six hours. From the bus, I got on a plane. And from a plane, I got on the A train to New York City all in one day. When I got to the place I was getting at, it was like 12 midnight, dang near 1 o'clock in the morning. I went to the the location I was supposed to, it was a hotel. I went to the hotel, showered, got ready, and started looking over business notes for the next day. This is the type of sacrifices that you're going to make. Some people think it's bizarre. They think it's crazy. This is the whole reason why this whole episode should probably be labeled, You Gotta Be Crazy. I'm not in the meantime, all this stuff's happened. I'm getting phone calls. I'm not answering no phone calls. If I, I literally realize that I can't exude my energy into 100 people texting me. Because when you start getting hot and getting on fire, people want to text you. Some people want to text you about stupid stuff too. If it has nothing to do with what you're doing, because you need your brain, energy, and focus, especially in New York City, you can't be walking around looking at a phone or be driving and trying to respond to these texts because you'll get yourself in an accident. Or you get yourself ran over because, or you get robbed, <laughs> especially if you're walking around New York City. Not to say there's a bad place, but you go down the wrong street and you're not paying attention. 40 dudes come out or 10 dudes or even just one person come out and catch you off guard. These are the type of real things that, you know, I was up against these sacrifices I was making. I literally remember standing in one spot. Imagine standing in one spot for 12 hours over a week's time. This is the sacrifices that I am telling you about. Most men can't even do what I did. They can't even stand in one spot. Oh, I got to go get something to eat. Okay, how about I brought my lunch so I didn't lose out on no money because I knew it was going to get busy and I didn't have enough money to hire a lot of workers at the time. So every person that came in, I took them. There wasn't no money for payroll. That's why I get mad almost when I see these lazy people and they wonder why they don't have anything. Because they're lazy. Oh, I need to leave. I need to go. I need to take a break. I need to. Okay, that's good and everything. But your break shouldn't be more than 15 minutes. Get what you got to do. Get yourself a breath of fresh air. Get back into work. Because when it's your business, it's different from just working a nine to five. Nine to five, you on a little scheduled ration. And you know, you're going to make your money regardless. But when you're on your own, trying to sacrifice and hope this all works out, you're going to have to come prepared to work. Yeah, I mean, there was times where I remember I didn't even go to the bathroom all day. I just held it till I got home. That's how crazy I was because I knew. Meanwhile, that day I probably made dang near fifteen hundred dollars, but I was up there sitting there sacrificing, doing everything possible. If people don't show up, like in the last few episodes, I was talking back about how someone didn't show up for the job. That means you're gonna have to cover the shift. I literally, literally, was almost about to curse somebody out, not too long ago. Because they like really want to start their own business and like something came up where they had to like go in and they were like, 
complaining about, oh, I can only work from 10 until 6. That's I can only, No, they said they can only work from 10 until 5. And like I'm like, how are you going to do that? You're the only person there to work the operation. They're like, no, I need to leave at 5. I'm like, well, was there a reason? Well, I don't want to be stuck in traffic. I'm like, okay. Um, I don't did working from 9 a.m. until 9 p.m., 9.30. I know I'm telling the truth, too, because the mall hours are 9 a.m., until about 9 p.m. And don't forget the holidays. They open at 10, 11 o'clock sometimes. I'll be sitting up in the trap getting the money. Even though I call it the trap, it's the business. You're sitting up in the business collecting the money, making sure everyone's happy. You ever seen business owners? Sometimes they just tired. That's why I respect business owners when I see they look tired. You know, I'm not going to say any names, but there's a particular business owner. And every time I look into her eyes, I see the tiredness of this woman who stood in front of her business and I respect her because that's a soldier right there. She stood her job, stayed on her post, advertised. She did by night. By day, she'd go to her business. She don't really got a lot of workers. I, yeah, I don't want to say the name because I don't want to give it away. But when I look at this woman, I just say, well done, soldier, in my head because she's doing everything she should do. And, you know, that's okay in the beginning. You're going to have to do that. Some people want to be Hollywood. And, by the way, if you're an entrepreneur, do not be around me talking about how you all bougie and picky and stuff because um, I'm not like that. People get so surprised when they see me mopping the floors. They get surprised when they see me cleaning. Like literally, I'll be on I, my nanny the other day. She actually happened to come up to uh, my business and, you know, she sees me kind of around my house like, okay, do this, do that, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, she had to bring my kids up for something. I, I don't know what it was for, but she came up and she never been to my business before. She just sees me in the house, always doing some paperwork and running around. And when she got up to the business, I was actually on my hands and knees sweeping up the floor from an event that we had with a celebrity from MTV. And she looked at me and she was like shocked. And I'm looking at her like, what is she staring at me like this for? Like, <laughs> And she was just looking and she said, wow, true businesswoman. Wow, you will do anything to make sure this store looks perfect, to make sure the business is right. Like she was just shocked for a moment. I guess her world collided with my world. You know, she's looking at, you know, the whole time I'm at the house, you know, obviously I clean up at my house too, but her job, I hired her to clean up because I got kids, I got laundry. I don't, I, I my time is busy, but she seen me greet all those people, shake their hands. When they came in the door, she seen me get the person set up for with the golden chair. She seen me prepare all the appetizers. She seen me run out. She seen me carrying stuff. She seen me running in. And then at the end of the day, what she seen me do was amazing she seen me sitting there on my hands and knees well not sitting first of all she seen me on all fours cleaning up the little smallest pieces of dirt the speck just to make sure the operation was good most people won't do that they start getting all hollywood oh i need everyone to clean up i need a cleanup crew how about we ain't got no money for a cleanup crew so we're gonna have to be there for a few hours extra sometimes you can get help but sometimes you can't sometimes you have to do it yourself you know, I was just going to do part two, but this is getting kind of long. I'm actually going to go into part three of this. So stay tuned. Now I'm all amped up and I don't want to amp you up. I want to amp you up, actually, but I'm, I'm going to save this for the next episode because we're really getting into it now. Stay tuned. More up next with the Beauty Boss Millionaire with Felicia Fricasi. That's it for today. Tune in tomorrow for the Beauty Boss Millionaire podcast. And don't forget to follow the Beauty Boss Millionaire, Felicia Fricasi, on Instagram, Facebook and TikTok at Beauty Boss Millionaire.